Hey, everybody. I need to take a moment out of this podcast just to uh, talk to you just briefly about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to make this podcast, and I have to tell you that it is a game changer. I was really nervous about how to find the time to record my podcast and to get it out to the world, and Anchor made it such an easy process. Everything is in one place. You just sign up. It distributes everything to all of the different um, platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those. And literally all you need to do is record and edit uh, just straight from the platform. It is a game changer because it's so easy. Check it out today um, by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I highly recommend it. It's what I use and it has been a game changer for myself and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go check it out. Hey everybody, it's Tara Bryan and you are listening to the Course Building Secrets Podcast. Hey guys, in this episode, I want to talk about the tale of two identities. I have been doing some reflecting lately and um, I'm working on a joint venture partner project with someone. and, And so one of the things I've been reflecting on is, you know, like what's your identity when you are building a business, right? So um, it was interesting last night, my daughter said, well, I'm going to, you know, build a business and create, you know, a, a whole marketing plan with ClickFunnels. And I said, well, that's great, but what's your, what's your product going to be? Well, it's going to be something I create in, in market through ClickFunnels. And I said, well, yeah, but that's two different things, right? Like you have your thing that you're selling and you have the method in which you're selling it. And ClickFunnels happens to be a method that you use in order to amplify your marketing and sales, right? But it's not the thing. And so, you know, so often <laughs> I think that, you know, we have to have two different identities, right? We have to have the identity of sort of being the expert in what our thing is. And we have to put on an identity of being a marketer, right? Or being a salesperson. So we can um, make more noise and, you know, get people to raise their hands to want the thing that we're creating. But it's two different things, right? So just like as an entrepreneur, you're you know, wearing so many different hats in your business. You could be, um, you know, doing the the technician work. You could be doing your books. You could be doing sales. You could be doing marketing. You could be washing the dishes, right? So you're doing all of these things, but essentially what you're doing is you're putting on different hats, right? So, so often when we're having the conversation about like, how do you manage all of the things that you're doing? It's literally like physically... I'm in this hat today, right? I'm in this role. I'm doing this. And then tomorrow or later this afternoon or whatever it is, however you organize it, you are putting on this hat, right? But you sort of almost have to put yourself in that place when you're doing so many roles. Otherwise, you're just constantly um, moving from one thing to the other and you just never get any traction. You never move forward. So so physically saying, all right, I'm in this role right now and I'm putting on this hat and I am literally, you can't see me, but I am literally like pretending to put on a hat. And, um, and then later on, I take that hat off and I put another hat on. So this is exactly the same way that you need to think about um, your role in being a course builder, 
right? So when we look at creating our signature course, what you're not being is a full-time course builder, right? Your thing is the framework and the expertise that you bring in that you're teaching people how to do to be more successful in, right? You're not saying, I now am going to, you know, teach course building because I've created a course, right? Your identity is not around being an expert in course creation. You want to take your expertise, build a course so you can help more people, make an impact, make more income, and just repackage what you're doing in a new way. But you are not completely changing what your focus is, right? So like I said, I'm working with this person and and I think that the struggle is what is that core identity, right? What is that core hat that the person is wearing? And then they're adding in all these other hats in order to do marketing or do sales or um, be a course builder or bookkeeping or whatever it is, right? But they still have that core thing. And so you want to be known for that core thing and um, and then eventually you hire out for all of those things, right? So if you think about yourself as an entrepreneur, in order for you to grow, you need to sort of get rid of some of the things that maybe you're not best at in the world in your role, right? Because you are you have that core thing that's your thing. So, all right, going back to the tale of two identities, what happens is we have to put on the, the hat of marketer to get our thing out there, right? We need to put our hat on as a course builder in order to package our framework in a way that turns it into a course. And those are two totally different different identities, two totally different hats that you're wearing. And what I wanted to talk about today is I think that there's confusion for a lot of people who are, maybe their core hat is a marketer hat, right? Or they have their product Um, or their framework that they're creating. And so they're applying the principles of that to their course. And really, when you put on your course builder hat, what you're doing is you're creating something that is going to help your participants get the results that they need in order to reach their goals, in order for them to be successful, right? So that's super different than the outcome of being a marketer. Right. So the outcome of being a marketer um, for you as a business owner is to get people to raise their hands and find out more about what it is that you have to offer. Right. When you're a marketer and you are trying to find people who want to come into your world, what you're doing to increase that ability for them to come into your world is that you want to increase their participation and persuade them to use what it is that you have to offer, right? But there's not really an end goal for them um, other than, you know, buying your thing or whatever, right? But the end goal for your participants is that they're able to participate, they're able to be part of your world, they're be able to learn from you or whatever, but um, it's not super intentional in terms of a result for your participant. It is for you, right? So for example, let me give you an example. So for example, um, one of my favorite sort of marketing reward programs is um, Delta. So as a Delta frequent flyer, I collect um, Delta miles. 
things, right? So that gives me additional status. It gives me additional perks and um, things based on my participation in their program, right? So what that does for me as a consumer is it gives me, um, I'm loyal to them, right? I purchase all of my plane tickets on a Delta airline, um, even if maybe it's not as convenient or as as um, inexpensive as buying it through another carrier, right? But because I get points, because um, I have a perceived value with using Delta as my preferred airline, I am um, increasing my participation, I am increasing my usage, and therefore I get rewards um, or incentives to come back and continue to use them, right? So that's a reward program from a marketing perspective, right? I am, they're basically buying my loyalty, I'm getting points and rewards, um, and that increases my participation in what they have to offer. Right, but they're not giving me a specific result that's leading to an improvement in my life, in my behavior, in my level of success. Right, um, all of that is sort of perceived. So, as a marketer, my goal is to increase participation and get people to um, do more things in my world. If I'm a course builder, my goal is to build something in such a way that it gets people the fastest path to success, to their success, not mine, but to theirs. And so I want to help them reach their goals. I want them to you know, improve their lives, change their behavior, do something different than they're doing today. Because if I'm doing that, I know that I'm getting the, um, the results that I intended to get for my learners. So when I think about participation as a course builder, when I put on my course builder hat, what that is, is increased um, engagement in terms of helping people get closer to their goals, helping people to take action. So a lot of times small action in order to get to that big result, to get to that big goal. But overall, the, the, the whole point of building a course is for your learner to get results. And everything that you're creating in terms of engagement and um, and participation and everything else is to help them win, help them get those small wins that then help them um, get to their goals. So two totally different focuses. One identity is increasing participation through rewards and usage. The other is increasing participation through engagement in activities and little ways to get them closer to their goals. And, you know, so often I think that the problem with a lot of people who are trying to sell courses out there who, who aren't thinking from this perspective is that they are throwing a course out there. They, they want to have participants, right? So they're good at marketing. So they're good at people to participate, but they're not getting any results. And so what happens is, Increasing participation through reward and um, an incentive just causes noise and confusion for people who need that intentional path to results, right? They need that roadmap to give them, get them to their results. So one of the most critical things you can do when you put on your course builder hat is think about what is the result that you're trying to get people to, and then what are the small steps that you can create along their path so they can successfully start to get there. 
so often when we talk about you know, success to reaching a goal, it's what are the little milestones that add up to actually get them to that goal, right? Like, you know, take running a marathon, for example, which is one of my favorite examples is that, you know, you don't just like get off the couch and say, all right, today I'm running a marathon, right? There's no way you're going to be able to run 26 miles if you've just been on the couch. And so, so often people are like, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon and they make it like a block and they're like, oh yeah, I'm totally done. Like no more, right? But if you go out and you're like, all right, I'm going to run a mile today and every day I'm going to run a mile until I can run more and then eventually I'm going to get up to 26 miles over time, then that's doable, right? And so you want to help your learners celebrate those small wins and be really intentional about how you're rewarding those small wins, how you're creating activities for them to take action and be successful in order to get to that end result. And so it just when you look at your course, if you already have one, do you have a really strong specific result that you're helping somebody get? Or is it more like I'm just going to give them everything that I have and hope that they can figure out how to get to the finish line? right? Because those are two totally different things. So put on your course building hat. Doesn't mean you need to be a course building expert. It doesn't mean that you need to, to change your expertise, but you need to put on your course builder hat and think about what are the ways that you can help your learners be successful? How can you give them small miles along the path so they can get out and run that 26 mile marathon um, at the end of the day, right? So Hopefully this serves you and just think about it as like you literally need to put yourself um, in a course builder hat, just like you do everything else. When you sit down to do bookkeeping, when you sit down to do management, when you sit down to do your technician work, all of those times you're, you know, blocking that time and putting yourself in that position. You need to do the same as a course builder and know that it's different if you have your marketing hat on versus your course building hat. And the other thing I'll say is just beware of the people who aren't able to articulate that there's something different between marketing and course building, because that's what you need to be careful of. Uh, because the people who are trying to teach based on what they know about marketing, it, you know, you're going to end up confusing and just adding noise to your learners instead of helping them really be successful, which is what your goal is, right? So, so from a, a course sales perspective, if you want to, you know, look at, look at it, how it's going to increase your business is you're going to get increased testimonials. You're going to get increased referrals. People are going to scream from the mountaintops about how great your course is because you've given them results, right? They've gotten that financial goal. They've gotten that life goal. They've gotten that impact goal, whatever it is, they've gotten to that, that place. And they've gotten there because you've been super intentional about how they're getting there. You're scaffolding them along the way, which, which means you're intentionally creating examples and practice for them to be successful in applying it to their own world, which is totally different than just trying to increase participation and noise in your course in order to get people to, to um, be a part of it. So again, hopefully this serves you. We have tons of resources and tools for you to learn how to put on that course builder hat. Um, and so check out the show notes if you're interested in that. Otherwise, I would love for you to rate this podcast 
and um, and give it a review so more people can hear it. Our um, audience is increasing. Our number of episodes um, listened to is increasing, which is so exciting. So keep listening. I love that you are here and that you um, are participating. Hopefully you're learning something. And please share it. All right, until next time, enjoy. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp, which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp, other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.